following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Cowboys! This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are on a Monday, everybody. Players Lounge. Is it, is it victory? Nah. It is not Victory nah. Monday. Uh, let us recount Woo. previously on the Players Lounge <laughs> with Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Predictions. Barry Church, Cowboys 35, Denver 13. Ah, yeah. Danny McCray, Cowboys 41, Denver 21. Mm. Newey Scruggs, Cowboys <laughs> 33, Denver 20. <laughs> Mo Claiborne, Cowboys win. <laughs> Ooh. And, oh, and 0-4 right there, man. Look, I, 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 I went to the game. Fourth quarter came, and I went ahead and packed it on up. I was like, I'm, I'm You waited going. that long. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Was I it as crowded with Broncos fans yes, it was. as they say it was? Yes, it man. was. Man. Yes, I heard and, it was an orange crowd out there, man. And I understand it 100% from this standpoint. I've had season tickets before, and they are not cheap, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you have an opportunity to sell them for double and triple the price you're getting them, you got to think about it because you also – it's one thing people forget. You also had to go ahead and put money towards next year's deposit. Yeah. And so, and I had Mavericks season tickets for a good 12, 13 years. When certain teams came to town, Spurs, the Knicks came for their one visit, man, I'd sell those tickets. I'd sell my playoff tickets because I could then put it towards next year's. And so okay. a lot of folks do that. Uh, I'm not going to sit up here and, and say anybody's wrong uh, because we go on the road. When I was in Minnesota on Halloween night, a whole bunch of Cowboy fans yeah, up there. Yeah. So you just have – teams that travels. And, and I can't believe there, – there were a bunch of Cowboy fans from New Jersey in Minnesota. Of all places. Of New York and New Jersey. So hmm. I met a bunch of them at the, the George Floyd Square, but there were a lot of them. Like, hey, where are you from? They're New Jersey. Hmm. Cowboys York, fans everywhere. They're yeah, everywhere, but they, they hit come but, out yeah. there. So <clears throat> Bronco fans, hey, look, there are a bunch of them out there. And it got real quiet about sixteen nothing. They just shot, shot at, let's go Bronco. I mean, they got they they Ooh. yeah they went up and they they started bossing they started bossing Ooh. around up in there. Listen, listen, it was a bad look. It, it was, was a bad look. They they had every reason to believe that that they were going to continue playing the way that they play. I'm sure we'll get into it, but it was from start to finish. And then uh, yeah, we, we'll talk about it. So then uh, this is one of those games where chips didn't fall in our favor. They fell in the other team's favor. All right, so I'll, let's just go around the table. All right, let's do it. Be like Jada Pinkett. Let's just go oh, around the table. man. Shout out to Will, man. Jeez. <laughs> ah, oh, it's, it's, it's rough. Something every every every, every month, something new. Let me yeah, tell you yeah. something. Will, Will just ain't talking, but Will, Will winning. He winning in some way over there. In some way, because they bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, he just, he, he's he got a book coming out. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's got a book coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> How do you look at this loss? What phase we talking about? We, we going offensively? We going, just, I mean, whatever way. The, just the way overall. How does, Barry Church, how does Barry Church see the loss? You know, I want to say it was just a bump in the road because there was a lot of bad weeks out there. But then I get to thinking and I'm like, man, this this might have been a little bit more than just a bump in the road. Because to me, if you, if you just got a, you know, a little, like, you know, how we just wasn't our day to day. That's a, that's a Buffalo game where at okay. least one phase of their team was working because their defense held the Jacksonville Jaguars at nine points. Like they should have won that game. So I see that as a bump in the road because it was just, you know, it was just they laid lost one phase of the game. But with ours, we got whooped on pretty much all three phases. I'm special teams is all right. So I'll say we got whooped in the main two phases, which is offensively and defensively. 
offensively, we it just seemed like we just couldn't get you know out of neutral. We were stuck in, in neutral. I mean, a little bit of rust you saw from uh, Dak Prescott out there. He just didn't have that time. It seemed like that timing, that chemistry between his his receivers just wasn't there. A lot of drop passes as well, and we talked about it on the players' lounge. This offensive line, how you going? To, how you going to attack it? What parts of what pieces are you going to put in there? And I think me and me and you knew. We said, hey, we got to get to that left tackle. You know, he's had the momentum. Talking about Terrence Steele, he's been playing the best out of all the offensive linemen. So put him in that blind spot. Put him in that position mm. to uh, protect Dak Prescott. And I'll say, it, I was wrong, man. That transition must have been harder than I suspected because he was giving up a lot of pressures on that outside. You know, Lyle Collins wasn't perfect as well. You know, he was out there giving up his pressures as well. But as a whole. That offensive line was getting bullied out there. And credit to Vic Vangio because he came in there and he schemed up a great, you know, defensive strategy to get the ball out of Dak Prescott's hands quick. They were blitzing them all over the place. So shout out to Vic Vangio. He did a good job out there. And we knew the strength of this defense was the secondary. I mean, they got Sertan out there. They got those good safeties, the other corners as well. So we knew we had to attack them up the run. But for some reason, this front seven for the the Denver Broncos, they came to play because they stifled us both in the run game, made us one-dimensional. And when you do that, you don't get the best tack Prescott that we've seen in the past. So, to me, you know, Denver Bronco came in here to play, and they uh, they did a, they did a number on the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm not even gonna go as long as Church did. You know, I think I think that was that was great. I think uh, a lot of it made sense. But I'm gonna say this: there are games that you play, and then once you get back to the uh, well, back to Dallas at this time, and the coaches say, "Hey, man, players, y'all go watch that film. We gonna move on to Atlanta." All right, because this is one of those films where if you sitting in that meeting room with the coach doing the Garrett vision mm-hmm. or whatever McCarthy does, <laughs> you can sit in there for three hours yeah. and you can point out so many things where players made made these mistakes. But these are mistakes that these players hadn't been making this year. All right, this is one of those games where you like, goodness gracious, we just we sleptwalk out here. Was it the time change? Mm. Like what happened? And it happened across the league. Yeah. Right, like not making an excuse for us, but you seen LA. I mean, uh, the Raiders go out there and lose to to New, New York. York. Mm-hmm. You saw, uh, of course, we knew that the Packers were going to lose. Uh, we had another team, the Saints lost uh, to Atlanta, but they had lost. Um, no, they they, they lost Jameis, yeah, but yeah. There, there was another uh, top notch team that went out there and lost Buffalo. Buff- Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo got lost by to lost to Jacksonville. You, you like you have a top offense. Mm-hmm. You go out there and score six. Right? Um, so, like, it happens. We had one six straight. Like, if there's one of those games for us to fall into a trap on, yeah. it, it, it probably was this one. Von Miller got traded. Everybody's like, yeah, no, we, we, we all right. We're going to be home by 3.30. So, let's go ahead and make this happen. And Denver came out here, and they let us know that this is the league. They reminded us this is the league. If you don't come and bring your A game every week, then yeah. you're probably going to lose. Yeah. And we came out here, and that's the way we looked. And the chips didn't – that block punt. Goodness, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even blame. Yeah. Um, but no, right. Sure, right, I can't blame. Sure, I didn't right. even know that rule. I thought, you know, hey, it but, was tipped. You know, he could touch it. It'll still be our rock. You know, but they clearly said it was. But a the, possession. The, these are things that it worked in our favor and yeah. th- throughout this six game winning streak. Um, and what it's, it's Monday. We lost one. We need to we need to go back and regroup. We need to find out how to cover these double moves. Yeah. We need to find out how to set the edge uh, in the run game. Is and, that concerning to you? I mean, because we saw a little chink in the armor in New England. You know, Minnesota, we did all right against the run in Dalvin Cook. And then this week, we just got, you know, obliterated off the line. Yeah. Is that concerning point it, to you? It, listen, it would be concerning if – Every phase wasn't wasn't <laughs> dealing with. It was like it wasn't just the defense that, that didn't show up. Yeah. The off like our offense was Dak was like four for like thirteen at one point. Like maybe yeah. going until like the end of the second quarter for seventy four yards. Like we played bad as a whole. 
And uh, I, I just think this this was that game. I think we're gonna we're gonna come and we're gonna re, we're gonna reset, okay. and then we're gonna play Atlanta. It's at twelve, so it does make me a little another, nervous. That's why we're a little nervous, but I'm, I'm not panicking after this one, man. I, I know that that team that showed up on Sunday at twelve. It's not that six-game winning streak team, and I know the potential that we have to continue to get better. So let that one ride. We didn't win by twenty, but I think I think we're gonna get this thing right. All right, you guys are both former Dallas Cowboys free agent safeties, and the thing I said last night um, on Channel Five was: Look, nobody plays seventeen good ones. No. Nobody. Nobody. You're, you're going to have a stinker. This is the league. You're going to have a stinker. New Orleans went out there and tore up Aaron Rodgers and the Packers week one. Okay, and Aaron Rodgers, okay, we had a bad game, and you know what? They they went on a you know went on a streak since. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we know this is happening. Want to go back and reference Terrence Steele and what you said? Terrence Steele, who'd been filling in for Lyle Collins for five games, and then when Collins came back, they left him out there right tackling, and he had to go to left. <laughs> and shame on them. The question to Terrence Steele about playing left tackle and if it was hard to get adjusted, he said, "Quote: I would say it's a little harder than I thought it would be." They have a good defense, good DNs, and they were giving me a challenge. He was asked um, if they did anything he hadn't seen. Terrence Steele's response, they loaded the box a little more than we've seen on film before. Other than that, they didn't really do anything else. Steele was asked why it was important or, or why couldn't the offense get in the rhythm. He said, if I knew, it'd be changed. I'm not sure. We'll get home, watch the film, learn from this, and then go on to the next game. And then he was asked, are you ready to move back to right or stay at left tackle? And he says, whatever they ask me, I'm going to give my best, work my butt off, and be the best Cowboys O-line I, could, I can be. Then he was asked on this, uh, he said, you study the film or do you burn it? He says, no, 100% study the film. You don't burn this. You learn from this. Get there, watch film, watch the mistakes, and learn from it. You don't burn it. So that's from Terrence Steele. Yeah, you you got to watch the game. tape. You got to watch this tape because <clears throat> there's some. To, to me, it's a little concerning about this run defense. I mean, like to me, it's just like we've been getting carved out in the middle. Like I said, we did a decent job against, you know, uh, Kirk Cousins and, and Dalvin Cook and those guys. But when we get a team that can block like the way they did up front, and this offensive line, they're missing. They were missing three of their starters. So like, it, and we had two rookie tackles out there. So it wasn't like we're going against, you know, one of the premier offensive lines in the NFL. This this is a, a like it looked like us last year. We were putting a posh work of guys together, and they were able to move our defensive line. Now, sleep. put them. They were sleep. Now sleep. we don't have any, you know, Tank Lawrence, Gallimore, all that, but we still had some guys that we thought could, you know, do some damage out there defensively. And half of the time, those guys were just getting pushed back, getting pushed back. And as we see over there right there on the NFL, <laughs> NFL Network, Dax is missing some passes. But this D-line, I think, is a little concerning to me. I sat next to Tom Pelissero yesterday. Who's who's talking about this right now? I sat mm-hmm. next to Tom yesterday, so look. well, I'll, I'll go on because I want to talk about Steel. All right, because you said you was wrong. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I harped on this all week. One okay, fairness, okay. Let's talk, let's first let's talk about fair. Okay, this man Terrence Steele went out there and earned his position. He earned his spot when somebody else made a mistake that kept them off the field at right tackle. All right, mm-hmm. he had struggled the year before and got benched twice. He did everything he could to make himself a better tackle. And when he got out there, they, as we saw that at the right tackle position, that's where he played the best. Mm-hmm. We decide, after he goes on this five, six game streak of playing an amazing <laughs> right tackle spot, right we move spot. him over to left. Yeah, And I'm saying this all week. Right tackle, kick, uh, kick, stepping, kick stepping from the right and kick stepping from the left 
ain't the same. It's not the same, man. No, it's it's a new. He knows it's a it's a former offensive no, lineman. He know. He it's know. not the same. It ain't the same. Different but, kick steps. Danny, I'm not disputing what you're no, saying. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that I'm. T- I'm talking to everybody else. Right. We should have left this man at right tackle because, like, because hey, th- th- this is what I said. He goes out there and he plays bad at left. Now what? Okay, and I'm I'm not disputing what you're saying about hey man, the guy played really well at right tackle. He was doing a good job, but. There wasn't a real good alternative, in my opinion. Yeah, put Leola left. Okay. He wasn't, like, listen, a good uh, steel left right and a bad Leola left, you would at least have one side being okay uh, on, 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 <laughs> Raise on my Sunday. Hand. I mean, those guys were getting pressure with three defensive yeah, lines. On both man. sides, though. They were, they were on both three, sides. Man, so on both was, sides. It was rough. Okay, and McCarthy, and I just, I'm, can I, I'm just going to go with the head coach talked about. They had steel practicing at left tackle at camp. Collins hadn't done anything at left tackle. Now, they had him doing some stuff at left guard, but they didn't have have him doing anything at left tackle. So what you're saying is go put a guy out here who's been putting in no reps at the professional level right now at left tackle to go out there on Sunday. Listen, listen, that's absolutely fine. And the great thing about it is we watched the game, all right? <laughs> and what I said should have happened, should have happened. So I don't, you can, we, can say, we can say whatever. He ain't got no reps, blah, blah, whatever. Terrence Steele went out there at left tackle, and he looked how he looked last year when I was like, I don't know what we're doing with Terrence Steele out here. All right? But at right tackle, where he had earned his position, he was out there bowling. Now you got a dude who might be in his head. Who knows, like, who knows what we're going to do at our tackle position? Are you going to move him back to right? You gonna move Leo to left? Are you gonna, are you are you gonna keep him out there at left if Tyron's not going? Like we yeah. we seen what the left tackle still looks like. Like are you gonna continue to do this? I'm just trying to understand, Danny. And, and this goes back to, to, to something one of the coaches taught me a while back. You may not agree with the decision, but I'm telling you what we're doing to try to to, to make the decision. No, I, I, that's fine. And I, the head coach is just telling you, man, we ain't play, We have not, according to the coach, we ain't been doing anything with Collins at left tackle. Which is which is fine, Nui. I'm telling you, we we talked about it on the players' lounge. Yeah. We talked about who, like whatever your, your recommendation was, we talked about it. Your recommendation, we talked about mm-hmm. it. We, we all talked about it. So if we would have came in here, Tan still would have played good at left tackle. I would have sat here and said, "Hey, you know what? I was wrong." Yeah. All right, we ain't the coaches, so we talking about in this group, in this group, who <laughs> who do we think made the right decision? All right, I'm just I, saying, in fairness to Terrence uh, Steele, who man. went out there and earned his position, church. If you earned your position yeah. at safety, and then the cornerback got hurt, they asked you to go out there and play right corner, <laughs> and you moving. got and you got burned, and then all of a sudden everything is messed up with you, and you go back to safety, and you start playing like trash. All right, Complex. you would you would be yeah. upset because yeah. you like, hey, I, I was in my rhythm, I was in my flow, I'm but the down they, safety, but I'm the down been, safety, not the free safety. But if they put putting JJ Wilcox or, yeah. or you know my man Wusu, mm-hmm. if they put <laughs> they put him not a Wusu, yeah, it's a Wusu. If they had him training to the quarterback. Yeah. Cornerbacks might be like, well, why don't you put him over there? He's been taking the reps. No, no, so I'm, first, out here I'm, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting a 50 million guy as the swing tackle. You lost your spot. Now you got to go over there and play and left. Play yes, you should have been getting those reps. They should have been getting him ready for those reps when he became a backup tackle. I don't want to hit his. He's a backup guy. But they were having his reps at right tackle and left. How'd that work out? 
It didn't work. That's what. That's what. I, I, all I want to know is how that worked out on Sunday. What did you watch on Sunday? I know you. On, you gonna you be on Mike McCarthy side drinking his Kool Aid? I'm just asking you. How did that work out for us on Sunday? On, on Sunday, I watched everybody get beaten all three faces. Yeah, see, there you go. Man. Nobody, on the fence. Man. Nobody looked good. <laughs> on the fence. They nobody all got smacked up. Yeah, yeah. on the fence. I'm nobody just telling you. If, if Till if still was at right tackle, he would have looked just as good as he did uh, in the previous six weeks. Okay, so as the Atlanta Falcons come to town, if Tyron Smith is not available, Danny McCray wants. What to happen? Put, let me tell you something. Put still unless, back you at want, right? unless you want still on the bench like y'all had to do him last year, put him back at right. Put him back he's right? successful, bro. This is not an NFL five, six year vet who's who's able to do that. He's just getting mm-hmm. his footing at right tackle. You just said Texas Tech, he hadn't been doing all this. Last year he goes through getting bitched twice. He's just now getting his footing with six games in at right tackle. Now you mess up his flow and move on the left. Put him back where he was doing doing good at, and then figure it out with your right? $50 million guy or, or figure something out with somebody else. But it's no way that we can have two tackles playing, playing below below par. We can't do it. Okay, before we go to break, let me ask you this one. You on the fence. So I don't even watch that. <laughs> let me ask you this one. I ain't never seen dude on the fence. This dude, yeah, no was sweet. Oh, man. <laughs> this, this Sunday, if Tyron Smith is back at left tackle, who do you want at right? Tyron Steele. Mm, he earned his spot, bro. Yeah. Who do you want? I'm going to say T. Steele just because Lyle didn't – it wasn't like he was leaps and bounds better than T. Steele the other night as well. So Even with Steele on yeah, the left. That, that, yeah, that's so speaking. It, ain't, it ain't saying like he was – now, if if, T, if 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 Collins went out there and didn't allow any type of pressure, was out there dominating, then I'm like, hey, we back to the old guard. Which Collins is, which, and, and T. Smith. Which is, but which he didn't outperform him. So which is what I talked about He didn't get Wally week. pipped. He didn't get Wally it's pipped. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I know it's the league and whatever. It's not fair. You told this man he earned a spot. Now you're going to move him over to be the swing tackle, and then when he plays bad over there, now he don't have yeah, no yeah. spot on the right. I mean, what are we talking about, bro? What what type of precedent does that set for your team? Not a good one. <laughs> but I'm putting T still back in. There. Absolutely. Okay, let's take a break. Let's take a break. I'm Dak, sweating. Dak Prescott. Yeah, go ahead. Take, take it down. Yeah, boy, little boy. <laughs> Dak Prescott uh, missed some throws. And which rusty. defensive player do you think can help the Cowboys out the mo- the most when they come back? Tank Lawrence. Neville Gallimore, let's dive into that. Okay. Players Lounge with Danny McCray, Barry Church, and Newey Scruggs right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Honey, Man. big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. 
You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. Give the gift of the Cowboys this season with a Dallas Cowboys Unlimited membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Memberships start at just $20 and include an exclusive fan pack and VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. You're in the Players' Lounge. Former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church, Danny McCray. Join me, Newey Scruggs, every Monday through Friday at 1230 Central Time right here on DallasCowboys.com. So, uh, one Danny McCray is, is yeah, hot about the tackle spot. Let's see exactly yeah. what happens this week as the Atlanta Falcons come to town. By the way, Falcons 4-4 football team won 27-20 at the Superdome in uh, in New Orleans yesterday. This is the Dan Quinn game. Dan Quinn's old team mm. is the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons last year in Cowboys uh, ended in a very uh, – had exciting finish last the year. Watermelon. <laughs> the watermelon joint. Big bird for a good one, dude. So, Ooh, so no. we'll uh, see – we'll dive that. into that later on this week. Uh, look. When I, you mentioned it about the the run game, forty one rushes by the way for Broncos, forty one attempts. I mean that's that's massive in the National Football League. Um, I don't know if that's the blueprint now. More teams say, hey, look, let's start running on them. They killed them on time of possession. Yeah, destroyed them. Yeah, made me think of. Who are you looking forward to to help this defense the most in getting back? Yeah. Neville Gallimore, defensive tackle, who's having a really good training camp, or Tank Lawrence, a defensive end? Look, first, first, let's go on this one. No, that's not the blueprint because I do not expect our offense to play that way. And I, I do not expect, expect other teams to be able to methodically move the ball down the field. I expect them to have to be playing from behind and throwing the ball more than, than Denver did. Um, but – Tank Lawrence, um, I think you get you get some pass rush. We seen the edges were under attack, mm-hmm. right edge, left edge the entire game, and he also knows how to close down and make uh, make tackles in the middle as well. So I think him bringing that type of leader, leadership back on the defensive line will be a bigger help than Neville Gallimore. But I'll be happy to get them both back. But mm-hmm. as far as who's going to be more impactful in the game visually, you're going to be able to see the impact that uh, Tank Lawrence makes when he get, gets on the field. Yeah, I gotta agree with you on that one. I mean, uh, Neville. Gallimore- Allen was definitely a close second because I think he definitely helps out on that interior run defense. Him and it uh, looks like Odigi Zua is starting to become a nice little player there as well. So that tandem right there can help out a lot against that run in the middle. But Tank Lawrence, you get the best of both worlds. You get a guy who can defend the run, make plays in the run. We've seen him knock out, uh, you know, knock out football. So he, he's a takeaway type guy as well as the pass rush, like you mentioned. So you get the best of both worlds right there. And not only will it help out this, you know, this defense overall, but it'll help out Randy Gregory as well. Because you going in there and let's just say Tank 
goes into the game. He starts getting he starts getting his mojo back. He starts getting into that rhythm. It becomes on the offensive line. Where do, what you do right there? Do you slide the protection one way and leave Gregory one on one, or try to maybe chip a running back on him over there one on one, or do you slide it towards Gregory and let Tank go? You know, so it's kind of a pick your poison there. So it's not just you know his presence in the run, his presence in the pass, but he opens up things for other players out there to get their one on ones and hopefully win their one on ones. So end of the day, I think you'll help out the defense as a whole. And, and then with those one on ones, if you see what Dan Quinn is doing, Michael Parsons, he's creating mm. one on ones for edge rushers and for guys playing the three technique and nose. So you got Michael Parsons lining up over the center, running pretty much an ET stunt, a pick stunt, and, and getting sacked. So just imagine him and Tank Lawrence uh, lined up next to each it's other. Wild. Or him and Randy Gregory lined up against each other, lined up next to each other, and then Tank over there on the other side with a one-on-one. I it's, think yeah. it's the best thing the Cowboys, best thing Queen, best thing Queen did was take that green dot off of, uh, off of Parsons' helmet <laughs> and just let him say, you know what, this is the call, see ball, go get ball. Because I I mean, this is crazy. I don't think I've seen – I mean, Dez Bryant was extremely impressive as a rookie. I know Van Der Esch came in here and played well, but this guy's affecting the game in coverage. He's getting after the quarterback. I mean, in the run game, you could, he just pops out on tape. Like, he's just so strong and aggressive in that way. And, I mean, it, I mean, just to tell him to go get ball, see ball, go get ball, I mean, that's done wonders for his game at the linebacker position. So, sky's the limit for that kid, for oh, sure. Yeah. And, and, by the way, I, I love Michael Parsons. He's playing great. But – you know, if I'm still sitting back on draft day without knowing what Michael Parsons uh, was going to be. no way, man. I said, no, listen, you didn't even. Because uh, I don't. You know, on the fence. I, I, said, I said, I said, <laughs> if, I, if I'm sitting back on draft day without knowing oh, without, no, what Michael okay. Parsons was going to okay. end up being. Okay. In my head, I still know that our left tackle and right tackle okay. position were going to be a problem. And it's one of the most evident things, right? It's, so if you miss a Sean Lee, yeah. all right, it's evident but not as evident as when you miss a Tyron Smith as far as affecting the game. And we seen we saw that again yesterday. Mm-hmm. We, we, we saw it so again. So no, knowing what but, you know now, though, would you would you would you still make that? that man, I would have got pick? me a tackle up in the second or something. I don't know. Right. I, I would I would I would it, it would have been higher up on the priority list. All right, okay, you got Mike. Could be in the fourth. Yeah, I, I would have got him on the second. Somebody who slipped because of behavior was like something. I would have got me a tackle because who was we, our second. Boss man fan, right? Kelvin Joseph was yes, our second yeah. right here. So he he so, had to play really. So, oh, no, so, he picked up the fumble. I'm just saying we we all went into this knowing that we were going to have this issue at tackle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we knew it <laughs> coming coming into the season that we're going to have this issue and we it is hitting us in the face right now. We have no idea when Tyron's going to be back. Mm-hmm. We have no idea how, when Leo is going to be back to playing where he uh, how he was or if it's going to happen. And then we got Terrence still out here getting. Getting messed over by well, let me, let me ask you this. Let me switch gears a little bit. Let me ask y'all this. Did Denver's defense provide some type of blueprint? Because they stacked – if you got a good secondary, we know they have a solid one. They got good safeties, good corners that can pretty much clamp up on a receiver if need be. Did they, did they provide the blueprint you against have, this, this Dallas you, offense? You, not every, just what you said. Not everybody can come to the, with those tools. Yeah, that is. Big yeah. Fangio came with some tools. He did. So, you know, no, no, don't see it at all. Um, 41 rushes. 190 yards. That to me was a concern, and that's why I, I am not on the fence. I want to see Neville Gallimore in here. I think mm-hmm. Neville Gallimore, you get him in here, I think he can have a bigger effect on what's going on right now because I think Adiki Zoo is a good player. They need, and then of course you need Brent Urban back, but mm-hmm. if they can figure out how to plug up this run, I think I, I think this can really change some things here for this football team. Because that helped out the Broncos a lot. Because they didn't, they weren't one-dimensional. What we've seen before with these Cowboys, they take something away, and then the team becomes one-dimensional, and that's how we eat out there. But these guys can pick their poison. Bridgewater was comfortable back there. He was 
dropping dimes over top of everybody. I mean, Tim Patrick, a guy who, who we never heard of, was out there balling. He was spreading the ball around, but he could do that because he had a solid run what, game behind him. And what could, if they could start, you take a Gallimore, you take a, D- a Diggy Zua, if you are, are more stout up front, now what can Van Der Esch and Parsons do more of? Mm, that was huge. Oh, can, wait, hold on. In, hold in on. my opinion, that's my the line was I'm getting not, up to the I'm, second level. I'm not on the fence on this. This is, this this is, is, this is my feel. See, that's what I see. But see, see, but see, but this is why I'm not going to say the sky is falling. Based fall, off one man. week, listen, we were top ten against the run. Going into the game. So let's not act like everybody just been coming in here and running the ball on us. The game, dict- our offense playing the way that they did dictated the fact that we could they, that they could sit back and run the ball and try to keep the ball uh, keep the ball out of offense hands because we were playing from behind. Mm-hmm. Every team has not come in here and run. We were just talking about how good the defensive line and, and, and our run defense was against Dalvin Cook, who yeah. had over 100 after he left, uh, left us the week on before Sunday. that, we got dice, though. You talking about New England in the run, in the run game? Yeah, we, we, I mean, we won that game. They, they play well, but if you look at New England out, they're running the ball on everybody. Yeah. It, it's, it's not like they're a bad running team. No, no. All right, well, so let's not act like we got the worst run defense in the league. No, no, no. I mean, we ain't got no top ten. But, uh, it, the stats say we was top ten. No, I'm saying no, overall right oh, now. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Man, man. But, but uh, like I say, oh, uh, listen, I think we dropped we dropped a few. <laughs> we dropped a few this week. You give up 400, you, you drop a few. Um, but the edges are under attack, New just so you know. Neville Gallimore inside is fine. But what I, mean, I seen, what I saw yesterday was outside left, outside right. We sit looking at the TV like, when you going to set the edge, bro? Like, mm-hmm. when you going to set the edge? They, they attacked us all night there. Well, all, all morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Golly. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that, that. I was set back. I was set back, man. I'm not on the fence on this one here. Now you off the fence. <laughs> Did you see your Twitter? You know, everybody needs to know that this dude is on, he on the fence. On the fence, no. Yeah. I, I ain't see what happened, man. Y'all like like and retweet what I just uh, said. So as, as, as your as your as your your Houston's <laughs> very own Joel Osteen said, uh, I'm not gonna let my accuser. Okay, <laughs> you're my accuser, Danny. I'm not gonna let my accuser. I see what force me Osteen. to live in condemnation. It's two I'm just not going to do that. It's two on one, Nui. He said you on the fence. You Switzerland. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. He was on the fence that's for a while. Fine. My accusers want to come. That's okay. I'm not. I'm not worried about with this. It. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. He cool with being on the fence, and that's fine. I just got off the fence this last segment, but you know, and climb right back on top can, of you it. You can sit up here. It's, it's can my man Keyshawn say you can move the goalposts if you want. You can go ahead and switch. It's good. We're gonna take a break right now. I'm right, gonna come cool. back talk about Dak Prescott. And we'll hear what other great nuggets of knowledge that Danny McRae has to spit at us we, right here we, on the play. So we know you ain't going no shout side. Out, shout out to Herbert, by the way. Radio. Shout out to Justin Herbert. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King. With at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from, it's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals. Like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. And power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. 
where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf, The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT&T Stadium. Space is limited, my friends, so register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy, and you will get to see a reality show TV star at these camps. That would be Danny McRae. Whoa! Hey, on Survivor. Of Survivor fans. a fan favorite. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, because of that, uh, they Filling up really quickly. So if I was y'all, I'd go ahead and sign my kiddo on quick. up. You know what I'm saying? Come on, get your shirt Selling signed. And if you come in with your Team Danny merch, I will give you some behind-the-scenes info and maybe a special signal. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You can get that at www.shopteamdannymerch.com. And Danny may go ahead and, you know, cook some fish up like he did on Survivor. You know, go ahead and start a little fire for the kids up there. He ain't, ain't seen me cook no fish. But you, but you, but you have seen it done. I'm sure you have learned by now, right? Okay, I was in low tide out now. there. Nah, man. but you check my Instagram. No, I did do catfish the other day, man. I fried that stuff right on up. All right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so uh, Chef Danny, hey, hey. cooking it up. You've been doing this since we played. Uh, since I ain't gonna we played lie. Back in 2010, I ain't gonna nah. lie. My you man, that man does saying, do well. Just saying, I'll, do, yeah. I'll just say that. I'll you take him fishing, he'll teach you how to flip a boat, though. That's good. Look at you. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, CB. Best, some of the best crawfish I've never had. I will say that. Thank, I, I'm not. Thank I, you, sir. I will say that. Some of the best sir. crawfish I've never had. Never had it. So I'm telling you, he does it right too. He got never it. had crawfish yeah. at all. No. Yeah. Wow. He's strange. He's on yeah. the fence about it. Well, I, <laughs> I, I don't. I, most I don't like fish. I, I'm not a big fish guy. Yeah, it's cool. I'm it's, not a big fish. Now, man, I got lobster, not, crab, none of that. Mm-mm. Shellfish, yes. Just crawfish is, 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 is shellfish, shellfish, bro. But, but I've never had. It. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, we got, we got to try some of that. Church? He be putting them potatoes nah, on, in the there. on the fence. <laughs> Man, say, I don't really like fish, but I like shellfish, not crawfish. Right, okay, <laughs> but I haven't had. But I'm just saying, I haven't had crawfish. So okay. yes, lobster, scallops. Love some scallops. Now, catfish, you frying it up? You know. I'll, I'll I'll go get into that. Tartar sauce? You put some tartar sauce? Oh, absolutely. I like tartar like sauce. Tartar sauce, like sauce or a cocktail? I like the cocktail okay. sauce. Right. Right. Okay, that's good. Right. Let's catch up. I'm not tartar sauce. Yeah. I'm a tartar sauce guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a big tartar yeah. sauce. Yeah. My, 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 but, but that's you know, we all got our things. Yeah. All right, Dak Prescott yesterday. <laughs> what about him? <laughs> He, he looked a little off. Okay. He just looked a little off. I mean, he was a tad bit rusty. What was it? Was it three weeks? Two, no, two weeks, right? He had two. the 
Two weeks he had the bye week, then, you know, okay, okay. So, yeah, he had two weeks off, just a little rusty. Um, you know, he wasn't getting the ball out as quick of his, as quick as out of his hands as we've come accustomed to. Held the ball a little long there. But, you know, it, it also helps when you got some guys blocking up front. You know, those, they were rushing three guys and still getting pressure. So that means there's a lot of guys still out there in coverage. And uh, I just think Cleveland, you know, and Vic Banjo had a great game plan. Um, they had a great, they had a strong secondary uh, and some guys that can get after the quarterback. Because I don't want them to get you. We, we played uh, not Cleveland. It was Denver. Oh, man. I said, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I didn't want them to get you. It was the orange. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, the orange that threw me okay. off a little okay. bit. I, I didn't want them. You know, they be hating on it. Yeah, they, they do. They do. Um, yeah, man, Dak. Okay, let's talk about Dak. Our receivers were getting locked down yesterday. Uh, our routes looked like they were – like they, they watched a lot of film, and they were able to to, to really kind of anticipate where we mm-hmm. were going to be as far as routes running. Uh, we also had some drops <laughs> yesterday. Um, we had some guys who it looked like they they the miscommunication on if it's going to be a deep pass or a short pass maybe maybe jogging a little bit instead of bursting down the field on, on a couple of decks uh, overthrows and he also didn't didn't have a lot of protection back there mm-hmm. all right and he's also coming off of you know two three week uh, two three week um, rehab and recovery uh, sessions so. I'm okay with it, man. I'm all right. He, he played horrible. You know, he, he played bad, but the whole team played bad. What did y'all think? Of the, I gotta say, what y'all think of the early fourth down? The early fourth down, we got we're going for it. It was what fourth and one, I believe. It was yeah. a great play by Simmons. Great play by Simmons, and then knifing in the gap and making a heck of a play on Zeke there. But would you have made that same decision going into that one? No. Or do you have a problem with it? I, I won't say I have a problem with it, but I wouldn't have made the, the decision to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because. They're the coaches, according to Nui. And, uh, and I would not have done it. Were they in field goal range? No. I wasn't quite sure if they were like on the outskirts. They had an opportunity to kick a field goal in one of these uh, and, 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 and opted the second not one. to. The, the second, second one. Yeah, yeah. They were the second was for sure. The first one, I'd have just punted it away. And that's just me. But see, in the first, I just feel as though it's the first quarter, okay? It's the first quarter. It's like a boxing match. You're sitting around here. You're trading punches a little bit. You're seeing where the field is. There's nothing wrong with a punt. It's the first quarter. There's nothing wrong with punting it away. As far as Dak's play, not going to play 16, 17 great ones. Nobody is. Had a bad game. Uh, Matthew Stafford had a bad game yesterday. Josh mm-hmm. Allen had a bad game mm-hmm. yesterday. Aaron Rodgers' first game of the year. What did you have? His lowest QBR in his, in, in his career. So you're going to have those days. He's coming off an injury. You'd love him to be sharp. He wasn't. You saw him missing throws that he normally does not miss and has not missed all year long. So I just look at that and just say, okay, check it off. Get ready for the Atlanta Falcons. These guys were shut out. Basically, until ugly. they started putting on them, you know, prevent in the defense. Compet- right in the competitive yeah. phase of the football out. game, they they got they got take they got taken to them. Yeah, it happens. It happens. But that's that, that's why I feel better about it. All right, because you know we were obviously sleepwalking out there, and I don't even know if if it was just the players at, to, to, at that point. Right, we going for it on fourth downs and in situations that we don't believe we should have been going for it in. Mm-hmm. Like, did we underestimate the opponent that we were playing? You saw what Tim Patrick said. He took it as disrespect when they kept going at him on fourth down. They and said, that, you know, that, was, that was my 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 take too. Is just come on, man. You, you're sitting here helping. You're helping fuel yeah. the fire mm-hmm. by doing what what they did. But this is also a learning process throughout the year. So hopefully they make some better decisions. So we're six and two. I'm not mad. <laughs> six and two. You gotta, you know, <laughs> no, last year is down right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right down. The, right the there. Eagles got beat yesterday. Giants ended up winning, but you just got three and a half game lead in the division. You're doing just fine, and you're a lot better than the Raiders who cut their. Uh, First round, what, 2020 first round pick corner, uh, Damon Arnett for uh, 
Guess he's on yeah, social he, he media was, threatening folks to kill folks. Uh, not making smart moves, man. I, I just never understood that. So you, you, you your, first run to social media? First, your first round corner, you cut. Uh, your, your first round receiver you took a couple years ago, Henry Ruggs, you cut. One guy's not even getting playing time. Clemson uh, D lineman, I forget. Cleveland Farrell, yeah, he ain't even playing. First round pick, he's not. That's three. That's three. That's three misses in terms of first round picks. You traded away Khalil Mack. You traded away Amari Cooper. I mean, John John Gruden has done some serious damage to the franchise that Mark Davis needs to come out and answer for because he had a good. GM and Reggie McKenzie, who would turn around a horrible salary cap situation and started infusing some talent in there. And John Gruden getting there just blew it all up. And some people are going to point the general manager, Mike Mayock. Do not put it on Mike Mayock. John Gruden runs that thing. So you don't think Mayock deserves any of it? Because John Gruden's in charge. Mike Mayock works for him. There's a bunch of these coaches now who who were hired, and they hired their own general manager. So basically, you work with me. That's that's kind of thing, you know. You work for me, and you do what I. John's making those calls. Nope, not anymore. John making those calls. He ain't calling nobody. Hey, I need to get things in order, and, man. And and you're just seeing this is the repercussions of bad drafting, and those are the days where I, I look at what Will McClay and, and Stephen Jones have done here with the Cowboys. That and the players they they've been drafting are, are making some contributions. I mean, could you no. imagine if you had? If, all right, think of it. Because Henry Ruggs was the first receiver taken, and Ceedee Lamb went later on draft. So imagine if you had to cut Ceedee Lamb. What, what 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 would your receiving core be right now? Yeah, well, yeah. What if you had to what if you had to cut a Trayvon Diggs? You know, th- this is this is the kind of stuff that that is happening out here. Mm-hmm. What if you had to get rid of a Tank Lawrence? You know, th- their version of 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 Khalil Mack. I mean, yeah. you know, what, Amari Cooper is here because they we don't want this guy, huh? Turn the franchise around. Right, same oh, Jason did. Garrett's job when he got here. So th- these are the kinds of things that John Gruden and nobody said anything. Yeah, nobody said anything. Now don't point at me like I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm thinking about your text yesterday and all that uh, with the uh, oh, as man. he's over there hating on JG. They over there beating up on, uh, on the uh, on the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm just I'm just saying, bro. Which this is, is this which, is this is new. This is new. This is new in our in our in our group chat. This is new in our group chat. You know what? Which don't make no sense. Like we, hey, I said, I said, I said, the, I said the sky, I, man's like it's about to rain outside. He sent me a picture of JG. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's traffic outside. He like, man, you JG, man. Because <laughs> I said yesterday, the way the Cowboys getting beat looked like a Jason Garrett special. Looked like Jason oh, Garrett's coach to the team. Man, and Jason nah. Garrett them out there beating the, beating the Raiders. And we mm. out here losing to the Broncos. And, and what did I just talk about? What did I just talk about? How many mistakes John Gruden? John Gruden made so many mistakes. Jason Garrett out here whooping up on him. There you go. That's how bad. That's there how bad go. John Gruden is. There he making Jason Garrett look like. He's I, listen, hey Jay Z, I, I have no idea what it is with you and Newey. I have no what? idea what it is. Y'all beefing? This <laughs> yeah, I don't There's know. gotta be something behind the scenes, man. There gotta be something. <laughs> <laughs> my man just do no, not. Vanilla Ice performed at USC Pembroke. Jason Garrett booked him. Really? <laughs> he came with forty two. Jay Z did it. <laughs> If something bad happens, uh, New Year's going to say time, How many Garrett. times did the Cowboys come out and look like they were sleepwalking under Jason Garrett? A lot. See, see, mm. see, see. A lot. Here we go. Here we go. I don't get it, man. Here we go. I don't yeah. get it. The coach, the coach this year is Mike McCarthy, and they were sleepwalking on, on Saturday. But this time, on Sunday, but this time, they're, they were 6-1. and one. So now they're 6-2. and two. Still got a chance to roll. But I'll tell you this. This, was, this is a big point in the season for us, all right, because – you got Atlanta coming. <laughs> you Kansas got Kansas City. Right City. Down the road. So you can and the Raiders you, and the Raiders. You and can all of a Raiders. sudden go from six and one to where if you continue to sleepwalk through six these next two. few games. Six and two. Well, I'm saying before oh, yeah, that, but I got you. you start to uh, throw a few games away, and all of a sudden you six and three. Mm. Six and four, and, then, and all of a sudden you're like, dang, wow, what, yeah, <laughs> what happened? Right. Are we gonna still, slide in there? Move still back to right. 
Boost it. That's, save that's, your that's the solution. Save your season. <laughs> Wait a second, man. You said <laughs> the solution to the season. Putting steel at but, the right time. We, we, we have never seen our team look. No, and not just because yeah, of steel. I, I don't know if But we have never seen our, our, our team look so different uh, than when we've had I- uh, issues at the tackle position on our offensive line. Like, we've been able to overcome problems at any other position except quarterback. But when the offensive line, when there's an when issue, when it's it. at the tackle position, it is so evident and everything changes. Yeah, it, takes everything away, changes. it takes away our run game and yeah. it, it you know, forces us to be one-dimensional and teams, you know. PTSD. Because <laughs> hey, we play Atlanta. We play Atlanta on Sunday. Shout out to Chaz Remember Green. The, yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's never it's, it's never as evident, bro. Stay with, was it Chaz Green? It was Chaz Green. It was Green. Chaz Green. The infamous and, and Claiborne, who was replaced by Byron Bell. Ooh, it was, it's, it's been day. a rotating door a for day, a while but, now. But you know what? Uh, that head coach is not here anymore. So they <laughs> so you got an opportunity to go ahead and be just fine. So what happened on? <laughs> well, listen. So what happened on on Sunday then? This is the same thing. Hey, they man. they were even uh, chipping over uh, there this time, and we still was, couldn't. It was a bad day. I, we just said we just said it was a bad day, man. It was a bad day. It's a bad day. It was a bad day all around. So wait, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So was it was it just a bad day for Terrence Steele? Do you believe that? Do you believe that if he's a left tackle next week and and continue moving forward until Tyron is healthy? I got faith in him, man. Okay, I got faith in the guy, man. Was it was was it just a bad day? I believe it was a bad day. Gotcha. For Terrence Steele, on the left side, as as he even spoke about, he he said it was harder than I thought. One more week over there, harder than I thought. If T Smith ain't back, he still think it's hard this week. Still got it, baby. So it's gonna be harder. Thought. Still got it. Who 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 on AD line? Who we got on uh, Atlanta? Who they Man, got y'all couldn't even name who it was last week well, got, because Von Miller was gone. They got thoughts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was the main thing we said. They ain't getting no pressure. <laughs> so, so they like the Broncos up, huh? man. Like the Broncos was reading all the paper clippings because oh. I was disrespecting them. Everybody was disrespecting sure, them. Sure. Nobody was talking about it. And they came out here and they, they put it on us, man. Hey, the same way the Cowboys rallied without Dak, they rallied without Vaughn Miller, and it happens, man. Happy yeah, two the, gloves. Happens in the league. I believe, <laughs> the, I, believe the, I believe the Cowboys are nine point favorites already against the Falcons. So uh, Vegas thinks the Cowboys are gonna be okay. And we heard a lot of people talking about practice wasn't smooth last week. So, That's all right, true, get, get back in here and get get rolling here. So, Maddie, there we go. Coming to turn. There we go. So, I'm just not. I'm just not where you are. But, Wait, okay. where am I? So hostile, man. He's so angry. He's so no, mad. Bro, I, I literally said I don't really care man, about this I game. This, is, this we slept walk through this. We six and two. You can't get no more positive. Put him up. Put him up. No, no. My only negativity is I had. To, I, listen, I was go wrong. Rashawn Slater no, no. bag. I mean, just go, no, no, go back in no, the no, bag no, on Rashawn. No, no, no. I know what's wrong. I listen. Ever since Erica broke the glass, <laughs> this whole thing. No, with the hey, listen, I didn't know what listen, it is. That's what I'm saying. Terrence still earned his spot. Now somebody broke the glass and they put Leo Collins back at right tackle. They put, Eyes are lighting up. Finger point. The glass got broke on, on, on Terrence Steele, and I just want to do right by him, okay? Right, uh, there it is. I just want to do there right by him, okay? Yeah, I, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable right I now. I just want to so, do right by him. So it's, it's 15 after, uh, so let's uh, go ahead and end the show. Uh, tomorrow, hopefully, we'll be on a happier Tuesday note here. Me too. With uh, so, Barry day before Survivor come on, so uh, I can't I, wait to listen, check it out. Listen, I was positive. LSU's uh, finest, Danny McCray. More victory, baby. I was surprised. <laughs> More victory, I was baby. very surprised. And if the college football, they got to take that. Because they've been hurting everybody else. Oh, they was, their win wasn't as impressive 
LSU took them to the wire. They got to take them. They got to blow the blue Cincinnati, baby. Got to win. Got to win. For the mid-majors. Shout out to Cincinnati, baby. Shout out to Deion Sanders, primetime over Jackson State University. TCU's talking to primetime about their head coach. They leave Jackson State already? be something if you saw primetime in the Big 12. That would be something pretty cool here. So they have interest in him. You going to bring a sign with him up there? Dog on right. You bring everybody. 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 I thought he was on the HBCU drink. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was power to the HBCU. We get back. Yeah, yeah. We get the real talent to come to HBCU, then we'll be competitive. That's what I thought. But good sounds to see him at TCU. Oh, Stephen Stone to me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, 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 man good to see him at Man club. can't improve himself a little bit. I'm I mean, just saying. Hey, man, listen. The way he listen, was saying. Yeah, he the one said it. I'll be, I'll be reading, I'll be reading this. Nick, Nick Saban said that he wasn't going to Alabama, and Nick Saban went there. But you this know, ain't okay. the same. But you all gonna hold this, this man the to the higher standard? I'm done. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. Same. done nah, arguing with you. This ain't the same. Bring it to arguing with you. Next thing you know, he in Big Twelve. <laughs> now you want to talk about Nick Saban? Uh, <laughs> we talking about Dion Prime Top Oh, you, oh, you put them together because there's a uh, commercial, the Affleck commercial. Talking about your wingspan. Man, get this guy about the commercial, man. I was like, what was going on over here, man? Shout out to Prime Top. Shout out to Prime. Brothers, brothers like you out there. Brothers like you out there. This is Players Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!